The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
I'm Dave Hawkins, and this is The Antidote. If you've been following along, you know that over the past two weeks, The Antidote has been covering a few of the music highlights from Audio Feed 2019, and tonight is the last part of this series. I was happy to have had time to check into part of the set from Mike Maines and the Branches at the festival. The band has a new album out on Tooth & Nail Records called When We Were In Love, and that was the single, Breathing Underwater. One of the main stage acts was the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I gotta admit that I haven't been following the band for quite a while, but I was surprised to see them playing at what's primarily a Christian music festival. They've been doing the mainstream market for so long. But anyway, they're back with a renewed Christian focus, and they've brought along this song, On Becoming Willing. Following that is my talk with Detroit's American Arson. The Antidote is at Audio Feed 2019, visiting with Evan Baker and Jesse Gentry of American Arson. Hey. Good to meet up with you guys again. Yeah, thanks for coming out. It should be a fun time today. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's good to be here. But you're going to be able to manage the heat? Barely. I'm loading up on water. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be a little cooler than yesterday, but I was kind of scouting out 
uh, yesterday around the time that we we're going to play. It looks like the sun's going to drop behind the stage a little bit, so it won't be shooting straight at us. So that'll be all right. We've been in some really sweaty punk basements before that uh, it'll probably be the same temperature as that. So. Okay, that's been good. Thanks for the talk, guys. Yeah. No, kidding. Yeah. Okay, so we covered the weather. Now let's talk about music. The Sound of American Arson creates as a two-piece. I mean, it's really amazing. How difficult is it to flesh out the sound with just having two instruments? Uh, you know, it's we kind of started with the, um, the looping thing, live looping. So for people who aren't familiar with that, I uh, play a part, uh, hit a pedal. Yeah, that part plays back, and then I build another part onto that, and you can basically build that on forever if you want to. So, um, so that was kind of like the basis of where we started. We still we still do a lot of that. We do some other stuff as well, but um, so looping helps to build the sound. We also um, I play through two guitar amps and a bass amp at the same time, so that helps to build the sound as well. We've um, we both sing, so uh, we just try to you know with the two of us get as much sound moving out as we possibly can and how do you correct it when you screw up with the loop <laughs> when you screw up with the loop uh you correct it by um waiting for the Playing loop to be over it. yeah you just <laughs> play through it we're, we're past the point now where we have like those moments where the loop is so bad that like the wheels have come off and it's not possible to continue you know it might just now be just a little squeal of the pick or just a little you know um brush of the strings or something like that and I think all those things add character if people wanted to see the most perfect and polished performance um, you know then they could just sit at home and listen to the record so uh, they come out they see us sweating all over the place throwing our I mean, it cells makes, around it the makes stage. it in- interesting too you know if if you know I'm playing a part like a, a half a step off from what the loop is or if you know the loop gets set a, a little slower than we're used to or misses a, a beat or something we just kind of look at each other and start laughing and do our best to play through it so it's it's you know keeps us on our toes for sure it's been three years since we last had a talk looks like a lot's been happening with the band I mean you signed to a label yeah it kind of came out of nowhere for us we had kind of made a decision that we wanted to be uh, independent but face down so perfectly aligns with what we're all about and um, it just really approached us with a lot of openness and a lot of freedom freedom, yeah (laughs) freedom to do what we want to do and continue being who we are and so at that point, it felt more like a partnership than a, you know, somebody sort of buying us Just out. Just a contract. Like he said, it was kind of out of nowhere. And I can't say enough good things about the people from Face Down. Like, they've been so open and willing and encouraging so far. And we're such a huge fan of so many of the bands on their label anyway. We've had the privilege to play with some of them before uh, signing and um a lot of them are here today you know it's it's really cool so um it just seemed like a really a perfect fit for us an even bigger change is that you guys brought out your new ep rise and fall i've heard the single rise and i don't think there's really any other way to describe it except to say that this is aggressive christianity i think uh it's important to write what you feel and write from your experiences and that's why we write about everything um you know, we've got songs that border on political. We've got songs, you know, that are extremely personal. Um, and I think uh, for me, uh, 
it's just so important to write what you're feeling or write what's in your heart and write honestly because otherwise uh, you really are just kind of putting on a show for people and and if it's our responsibility to connect with people which we feel like it is the only way we can do that is being really honest about who we are and uh, our faith is a huge part of of who we are and so that's going to come through and it doesn't mean that that'll be every song um because sometimes there's something else going on in life that needs to be addressed as well but uh you know in that song that's where i was at in that moment that's what i try to do with lyrics is just take a snapshot of where i'm at in a particular moment and run with that but it raises the question then does that forcefulness ever make your fans or listeners uncomfortable I would say it's, if anything, we've experienced a lot of openness to it. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that may, you know, feel a little uncomfortable about it. Um, but at the same time, we've had so many people come to us and, you know, be- after shows or message us before and just to say, like, how much they appreciate the song. Even people that aren't, you know, necessarily Christians or don't have a faith that have been able to connect with us in some way and we've been able to have you know develop a relationship with or have conversation and fellowship with uh, through that you know them being able to connect with our songs from another way so it's it's really allowed us to be able to reach so many people you know whether it's you know giving a message strictly about our faith or you know about just something else we've gone through in life um, which is really important I think to, to both of us to be able to reach you know the faith community but also to be able to reach you know everyone that you know has an ear to listen but what about the rest of the ep is it going to carry that same type of theme um well so this it was sort of a weird release rise and fall um we had scheduled it out before we even had talked to face down and it was just meant to sort of um before we knew anything was happening with face down sort of meant to just reintroduce us basically to say hello again after we had been on hiatus for a while um probably about a year off to handle some personal stuff i got married and and um so it was only three songs uh rise and fall it was it wasn't really i guess like a a full ep that you know set of three songs probably won't appear on a future release so we'll probably write a I think probably a full length next and that will have that'll kind of start from a a brand new jumping off point so as far as those three songs rise and and fall they're probably just going to stand alone at this point I do think that you know that theme kind of continues through those three songs and so it's perfect to just kind of leave them as they are now is there any type of time frame then for a full length (laughs) you knew I was going to ask didn't you um not not strictly uh no that was that was the other thing we really appreciated about face down is you know when when jason first got a hold of us they really encouraged us you know like we we have a rough time frame but not you know they're not pushing us you know rushing us to to get something out immediately um so we we have a general idea not enough to say anything but you know i I think we're just gonna take our time and write until we we feel we have something you know we're not gonna take too long but write until we have you know something we feel proud of and comfortable with and you know feel like we have enough stories to tell uh in a batch of 10 or however many songs it ends up being we've been here with american arson guys thanks for coming for this talk really appreciate it absolutely yeah we appreciate you yeah
That was Rise from American Arson's brief EP, the three-song Rise and Fall. Be sure to check it out. I'd been thinking that straight-up rock and roll was dying, but this year's lineup at AudioFeed featured a number of artists who are true rock bands, like Triple Stitch with their song Your Love Will Be the Death of All Rock and Roll.
we heard the goth of Dark Valentine on the song A World Beguiled. And with our last song, I find it interesting when a band decides to release a new version of one of their earlier songs. That's the case with The Stranger from Ravenhill, when they re-recorded for their Midnight Gold EP. It's got a whole different vibe from the original. It's always great to be able to speak with Rusty Ship, and here comes that chat and a brand new song from the band. The Antidote meets with Mr. Rusty Ship. You're here at Audio Feed, putting up with all the heat and the sunshine. Where did you park your ship today? Um, well, I'm, I'm actually looking at the ship right now, which is across the street. And, uh, I mean, people listening right now, obviously they can't see it, but it uh, looks like the, uh, the rust is really in rare form today. It's quite, quite red. There is um, some, a particularly large amount of algae on the stern. Um, so yeah, it's right across the street, the ship. Have you ever had any problem with that, like with mold growing in your hair and things like that? Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's just part of the job, you know. I mean, if I didn't want to be in a nautical rock and roll band, then I would give all that stuff up and just be in an EDM band or something. And then I wouldn't have to worry about algae. But I don't know, I'll take the algae with being in a cool, interesting nautical rock band. We're actually here to talk about new music because you've got a new single. Yes, we do. We've got a new single that is dropping July 18th, and uh, it's called Breaking Waves. It's the first song that we're releasing from our uh, new concept record called Liquid Exorcist. And so this first single, it's actually uh, accompanied with a music video, which was shot and filmed on a submarine. So that's pretty cool. If you want to see Rusty Ship 
rocking out on a submarine as it's losing power and sinking to the depths of the ocean July 18th. It's coming out. There isn't much room to move on a submarine because I have been inside of one before. Isn't it a little tight to do a set? It's pretty tight. Um, I don't know. When your nautical rock and roll band finds yourself on a submarine and the submarine's going down, you just find a way to make it work. And kind of like when the Titanic was going down, there's never a bad time to bust into some music. So, release date for Liquid Exorcist? Um, we do not have a public release date for Liquid Exorcist yet because we have got some singles up our sleeves from Liquid Exorcist. Each single is going to be accompanied with a really cool music video. So that is going to be the focus to keep the, uh, the buzz for Liquid Exorcist building um, over the coming months. So um, very exciting. And uh, this is a concept record. So we are going to be giving pieces of the concept record away uh, one bit at a time. And are those pieces going to assemble into a submarine? Um, I, I can't say that they will assemble into an actual submarine. It's uh, very likely that they could assemble into uh, different videos that are shot as if there's a story surrounding a submarine. Uh, I think that's probably more likely than the songs turning into a submarine themselves. Well, that might be a small disappointment, but it's really the music that we're waiting for. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really think people are like, oh, finally I can get into this band now that they're singing about submarines. I think it was more like, oh, I like this band's music, and oh, they're a nautical rock and roll band. That's kind of cool. Oh, they're doing something like really nautical now. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'm curious what the, they got up their sleeves. Russ, thanks so much for your time, man, and uh, best of luck with the new single and the new album. Thank you very much. Breaking Waves coming out. Check out the music video and uh, the song coming out soon. Whoa!
I love the video for that song, Breaking Waves by Rusty Ship. These guys are actors. You've got to see it. I found out also that it's impossible to get any rest at a music festival, but here's the song Rest from Wolves at the Gate. Then Exegesis gives us Escapar from their album called Amen.
was a track from a few years ago, I Was There When You Went Under the Water by Hell to Die Upon. The band says that the writings of C.S. Lewis have a strong influence on their lyrics, and that does show up in that song. This may be our last installment of the Antidote series with our overview on audio feed, but there is still more to come because next week I'll bring in a full feature on the indie art pop of the husband and wife team, The Mailboxes. Jillian, Ivy, and I had a talk about dressing in lavender, hiking the Appalachian Trail, and how music ties into all of this. I do have a last song for tonight, and surprise, surprise, it's not a heavy song at all. (laughs) It's time to add a touch of culture and class to this show. Through the harp and the voice of Timber, with her song, Hope is a Blindfold, Hope is a Solace. See you again next time.